Hello and welcome everyone to Bundesliga Chat, your podcast covering the German Bundesliga. My name is Thorsten Reinhardt and I'll be your host of this podcast. Please also follow us on Instagram, that's Bundesliga underscore chat, and you'll be getting updates on this podcast um, if you do. This is the first episode, so before we start, let me introduce the format a little bit. This podcast is in English. It is in English because there are a lot of soccer fans out there interested in European soccer. However, if you're not following the English Premier League, there is only little content available for English-speaking followers. There are great podcasts out there covering the Bundesliga, Rasenfunk, for example. In my opinion, um, that's currently the leading podcast covering the German Bundesliga, actually. Um, the problem with those podcasts is, though, if you're not able to understand the German language, it's pretty hard to follow. So I'd like to fill that gap and provide you with a podcast covering individual games throughout this Bundesliga season 2016-17. And since it's the first episode, we'll start with the season opener, Bayern Munich against Werder Bremen. Today is August 26th, Friday, Game one, and that's Episode one. So before the game started, Jerome Boateng was honored as Player of the Year 2016. He did not play in the game though, as he's still injured. He started joining practice and will be back soon. Um, but Munich um, had to play without him today. Werder Bremen on the other side also had a few injuries. Um, Max Kruse, Pizarro and Junusovic all out um, for the visitors. Wetterbrim played in a 4-2-3-1 system, Bayern Munich in a 4-3-3. That was the first game Carlo Ancelotti actually coached in the Bundesliga. His first game um, for Bayern Munich, he played a little bit different style than um, the former coach of Bayern, Pep Guardiola, where Guardiola did focus more on possession, holding the ball, keeping the ball, playing a lot of midfield until the defense was cracked and then um, basically carried the ball into the other team's goal. Ancelotti, though, has a different style. He tried to bridge the midfield a lot more with steep passes, vertical passes, bridging the midfield much faster than what we were used to from Munich last season or the last few years, I should say. All right. Here we go, starting to the game. Um, the captains, Lahm and Fritz. Um, and the first chance, or most of the chances actually, in the end, it was 27 to 4 shots on the goal um, for Munich versus Vedder. Um, and then the first one in the seventh minute, Thomas Müller actually had a chance from inside the box. Um, from around the penalty spot, um, but couldn't couldn't convert. Um, therefore, Alonso uh, in the ninth minute, actually with his 
crazy hammer with a crazy shot from the distance to lead 1-0. Yet too much space. Um, Bremen's defenders and midfielders weren't close enough. He actually had the chance to stop the ball, let it bounce in front of him, and then shoot from outside the box um, to bring Munich the lead. Um, that pattern continued throughout the game. Too much space. Um, Vetterbrem was not able to tighten up the space, challenge Munich in any way, and it was just destined to to go down that road. That um, there were another few big chances in eleventh minute. Müller and Ribery with two big ones. Um, Bremen loses the ball far too quick um, and then isn't able to defend. So Lewandowski with the 2-0 in the 13th minute. The defense was moving in that situation. Um, Sané actually tried to set Lewandowski offside but didn't succeed because the rest of the defenders um, didn't didn't really get um, what he was trying to do. Yatabare um, as the closest one like setting Lewandowski um, inside and the rest of the defenders as well. However, with his speed, he was far gone once the defense realized um, it wasn't offside and then Lewandowski ice cold to convert to 2-0. Until the 25th minute, um, Munich was like, really pressing it, they had much more chances than um, the score um, suggested at this point. Uh, around the 25th minute, Munich loosened it up a little bit. They loosened the grip um, and Werder could produce a um, little bit more pos- possession, but nothing too dangerous. So they weren't really getting close to the goal. Um, Munich kind of granted them the ball a little bit, but um, as soon as that went further um, into um, the half of 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 the Bayern, um, that that was stopped right away. Um, and Munich was still having enough space. I think that was also a little bit of the tactic um, that Munich followed by um, stop pressing that much to give Werder a little bit more space. So. When they recovered the ball, they had space to to like go deep and um, basically have more space versus having 11 people back in the defense not able to convert. So in the 32nd minute, Müller hit the post um, and then Lewandowski missed the open goal. Um, again, it could have been a much higher score already at halftime than what it was. Um, there were a few people on um, Bremen's side that I felt had no clue what to do on the pitch whatsoever. Um, Yatabare, for example, he didn't know where to go, who to cover. Um, offensive like passes um, were usually went into, into the out, the side out or the goal out. Um, far too inaccurate, passing the ball, um, no defense whatsoever. I think Skripnik actually switched him around the 35th minute um, to the left side because he realized Munich kept coming um, over their left, so Bremen's right, where 
Yatabari was playing um, in the midfield until then. So Munich realized what they did and they kept coming over the right now where Yatabari played and still wasn't able to defend any of Munich's um, attacks. So another hit against um, the crossbar this time uh, by Lewandowski in the 39th minute, um, previously deflected by Wiedland, Wiedwald, sorry. Um, and again, the score could have been much higher. Um, the bar and the post saved Bremen a much higher score at, at halftime. It could have been 4-0 for Munich. Um, Overall, I wasn't a surprise, though. I didn't expect Bremen to be even close to uh, Munich's level at this point, looking at what they did pre-season or in the German Cup. Um, as you know, Bremen was eliminated from the German Cup um, against Sportfreunde Lotte. Uh, if you haven't heard about them, don't worry. Um, hardly anyone has. Um, that was the big surprise in in the cup actually, um, and it wasn't it was an upset on the paper. But if you've seen a game, that wasn't an upset. Um, the team from from um, Lotte basically dominated, not dominated, but they were better in that game. So already and coming into that game, it was clear. Um, that Bremen couldn't keep up with Munich either way. Um, so 2-0 at halftime was still an alright score, looking at what I thought would this, the score would be um, prior to, to kickoff. Um, however, in the second half, Bremen completely broke down, and it got worse for them um, to be honest in, in the end there were actually players having cramps in their legs it's the first game of the season how can you have a cramp in your leg in the first game of the season so their their fitness wasn't there um, and yeah Munich opened the second half with well what 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 they were basically the theme was of the second half Scoring goals. So it took Lewandowski exactly 39 seconds in the second half to score the 3-0. Um, and that was basically it. Um, Bremen would have never been able to recover from that. So it felt like they kind of gave up um, from there on out. Um, where Munich still kept um, playing the style they were playing. Um, it reminded more of a friendly game practice game in pre-season than actually the first Bundesliga game. Um, in the following phase, yeah, Munich didn't really have to do anything. They were up 3-0 and then Werder couldn't and didn't want to either because they knew they lost and there was nothing else they could do to prevent that. Um, so Werder had a few chances in the second half. Um, one, for example, the 62nd minute um, where there was a three-on-three three that Werder created, uh, but just poor execution, no effort. They lost the ball right away uh, where there could have been a chance. Um, there was none. Uh, so that already shows you that Bremen didn't really 
fight they didn't fight for it anymore um they knew they lost the game and um that was the pattern throughout the second second half whenever Brem actually came close to Munich's box the execution was just too poor all the all the shots on goal um where they had I think I counted four in the game were just balls that were rolling towards Manuel Neuer so there wasn't really any danger of them scoring by shooting at the goal 66 minutes um, Lam just dominated he dribbled through the box and scored a 4-0 um, by um, having a given go with Müller um, again Im usually impossible to do that in, in an opponent's box but um, Bremen's defense was was just horrible today Ribery with the 5-0 in the 73rd minute um, Werder just lets Munich play as they wish in their own box. They could just go through there and score as as if they weren't there. Like they weren't there on the pitch today. Um, for the for for Bremen, the season I guess starts next week. Um, as it's always difficult to open against the current reigning champion, um, but that effort. Um, was just missing um, in so many ways on, on Bremen's side. Um, in his 77th minute, um, then Eckstein caused a penalty and Robert Lewandowski um, got his hat-trick um, to make it 6-0, which um, then was the score of the game. Um, nothing changed after that. Um, towards the end, where the um, as I mentioned, where the players were getting cramps, um, you got to question their fitness, and um, didn't really didn't really put anything together that could be um, remote to being dangerous to to Munich. Again, none of that was unexpected. So actually, that game was probably that went according to plan, if you wish, um, to even the neutral soccer fan. Um, I anticipated a score of like 5-0, um, to, to be the score. Um, it, turned to out, it turned out to be a 6-0. What does that mean now? What does that say about the season? Um, nothing really changes based on the expectations, based on the um, predictions, um, how each team's season would go. Um, I don't think today was an indicator. Maybe it was an indicator. It wasn't wasn't an unexpected indicator of each team's season um, and how how it'll go. Um, Bremen, in my opinion, will be super lucky, and I think they would they would sign it right here if if they actually get to stay in the league this year. So fifteenth, fourteenth place in the end of the year will be a huge success even the relegation in my opinion should be celebrated um, if they actually make it um, and and then win the games um, against the second league opponent um, but yeah I don't I don't see how this team can stay in the league this year it, it really hurts me to say but I have only one team that's worse this year which probably would be Darmstadt um, but if Bremen finishes anything but 
17th or 18th in, in this season, that should be a big success for them um, unless they change um, personnel and strategy. Skripnik's future is on the line in Bremen. If he doesn't get a few wins um, in the next, let's say, one or two months, um, he'll, he'll be on the hot seat, um, which might not be the worst case for that team. Maybe they need someone else to come in um, and take over um, based on what I saw today, which shouldn't be the benchmark because the opponent was Munich, was the reigning champion. But based on what I, what I saw also in the cup uh, against Lotte, um, there is no way this team can, can turn it around. Um, to be fair, Pizarro and Cruiser are going to come back, Yunusovic as well. Um, and then we'll see what they can um, change. Pizarro um, will return uh, rather earlier. Cruiser, who still needs surgery, is, is a little bit further out. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that team looks like once, once they're all healthy and then it gets into the winter. Um, and um, that, that, those will be the crucial games for them to, to win. Um, gather the points against um, equally as bad opponents to stay in the league, which really should be their goal. On the other side... Bayern Munich, um, not a surprise if I say the favorite to win the league this year again. Um, they have a different style, as I mentioned. They play under Ancelotti um, a lot more um, direct, vertical, not ball-hogging um, in midfield all game. Last year was kind of ridiculous to have 60-70% possession um, throughout the season um, in most games and kind of make it boring for the viewer um, if you just keep playing midfield. Um, so so the, the style was a little bit more attractive. We'll see what that actually brings this year. Um, again, they're, they're still favorites. Um, however, there will be some growing pain as we progress into the season. They might have actually they, they might have uh, more difficulties playing against teams like Leverkusen or, or Dortmund, which to be to be honest have to find themselves as well. Um, so it won't be a season like last year's. Um, if it will be, uh, it will be all to the credit um, of Thomas Tuchel, um, Dortmund's coach. But I expect a much more exciting and close race to the title, which probably will be won by Munich in the end as well, um, but much more close and more exciting this year than what it was last year. They won't be chasing record after the record. They will still win a lot of games, but they also might lose one or two um, with the style they have because there is much more, there's a randomness in this um, being more open, playing steep balls, um, and then maybe run into a, a counter-attack. So that's my season lookout for those two teams today on match day one. Um, and we'll see what the season brings. Again, today I don't think it was an indicator um, for either team. That's usually how the first game goes. Last year was Munich against um, Hamburg, and Hamburg got to stay in the league even though they had a similar bad day or bad game against Munich. 
everyone in this league can lose against Munich. Um, there, there's no secret about that. Um, it was a bit concerning, though, to see um, Werder's players to be outplayed that bad, to have conditional fitness concerns in game one with cramps in their legs, just not being able to defend at all, letting Munich play in the box, in their own box, freely, having given goals, having six goals. That's not the most concerning thing, I guess. The most concerning th thing is that it could have easily been two digits uh, with a couple of um, hits against the post and the crossbar, um, especially in the first half where Munich only scored two goals only, um, I should say. That's, that's uh, rather depressing um, for, for Bremen. But uh, from here on out, I think... Werder has their um, should have the goal on getting and gathering points against equal opponents that are equally as bad as bad. So they will definitely have to win their games against Ingolstadt, Darmstadt, um, and other teams down there that are um, predicted to to um, also struggle to stay in the league. So we'll be back with more games um, here soon. Um, thanks for listening in. Um, this is Bundesliga Chat, your podcast for the German Bundesliga in English. I'm Thorsten Reinhardt. Thank you for listening. Joined to be your host and we'll hear soon. <laughs>